Hi everyone, thank you for joining me today on Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera, and today I'm going to be talking about empty nesting. What is empty nesting? Empty nesting is when you no longer have children that you raised in your household. (laughs) That's basically it. Um... So I was scrolling through social media and I saw that my friend and her husband are now empty nesters. And so they were out on a dinner date and, you know, she had a whole bunch of hashtags and one of them was empty nesters. And I started laughing. I was like, how cool. You know, she was like, I can't wait for this to happen. I'm so anxious, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then, you know, some people... For some people, actually, you know, it's not the same, you know, the excitement of being an empty nester, right? You know, we as parents, we raise our kids and we sacrifice so many things to make sure that they are okay and that, you know, things for them are better than what they were for us as as children, right? And then one day to the next, they're gone and they're living their lives and they're doing their own thing. So I just want to talk a little bit about that and um, how my process of empty nesting was, right? Because it took some time for me to kind of deal with the situation. And I think mainly because um, at the time there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on for me. And so um, it was a little difficult. I will save myself. But um yeah, I when the situation happened, it was first it was my son. So now I have two children. I have an, a girl and I have a boy. And my daughter is actually older than my son. Um but he was the first one to move out and he decided that he was going to go and um get an apartment with his girlfriend. And so he was the first one that left. And so I'm like, okay, I still have one child with me. (laughs) But, you know, obviously I had to prepare myself mentally because I knew that eventually she was going to want to, you know, leave as well and, you know, create her own life. Right. Um, So when the time came, you know, I was actually separated from my spouse at the time. And, um, so, you know, she decided that she was going to move out and she got her own apartment. I mean, she wasn't too far from me, but you know, it was, it was still a transition because when I got home, I was home alone. So it kind of was a little difficult for me to kind of deal with the process because, First, my son left. Then I had a separation. So after the separation, I was, it was only my daughter and I living in the house. And then she uh, decided to get her own place and, you know, do her own thing, which, you know what, I am very proud of both of them for doing things, you know, the right way and, you know, creating their life. You know, they, they weren't, like teenagers, teenagers, when they moved out, you know, they started, they got themselves a job, you know, went to school and things like that. So, you know, definitely proud mama moment. Right. And now my spouse and I do not have kids together. Actually, he doesn't even have any kids. Um, my two kids are from a previous relationship. And so, 
you know, I was a single mom for a while and, um, nothing. So, you know, raising as a single mom, it was a little hard, you know, to raise two children. And I'm not going to say that, um, their father wasn't there financially. I will give him credit. It wasn't a lot of money. Um, however, you know, he did, he did his monetary due diligence, if I would say. And, um, the same thing when it came to being there for them. Now we moved from New York to Florida and, um, you know, obviously he can't pick them up every other weekend, but he also did not pull his weight when it came to, you know, taking the kids and, you know, for the holidays and things like that. And so I do give him credit for, you know, the child support that, that they received. And again, it wasn't a lot, but it was something, right? Something is better than nothing. And so I will give him credit for that. Um, he would occasionally pop up and, you know, come and visit the kids and stuff like that. And, um, so I will give credit where credit is due, but, um, you know, being a single parent on the other side in a different state, it was very hard, um, on me because I had to deal with them, um, financially, most of the bulk of the finances were coming from me, um, emotionally and dealing with them in all different kinds of aspects, you know, dealing with, you know, the younger years. And when we moved here, my kids were going into teenage years. So those of you who are parents know that teenage years are the hardest years. <laughs> so, you know, it was a little difficult for them. And I, and I definitely understand the transition was not easy. Um, but after dealing with living through the traumas of 9-11, it was very difficult. And I really wanted my kids to experience something different in life. And so I came to Florida and I came to visit family and I thought it was a great place for me to continue to raise my children. And I'm grateful that um, I was able to to do the transition from living in New York to coming to living in Florida, which is definitely a culture shock. You know, it's different. It's not the same, but, um, you know, we were blessed. We were blessed in many ways to be able to at least have family here, have support and things like that. So for that, I'm always grateful for. And then, um, anyway, to go back into the topic of empty nesting, um, so my daughter moved out. I was separated from my boyfriend. And then um, it was just me and my dog. <laughs> Basically, every single night. So I would go to work. At the time, I was working at the office right now because of... Because of um, COVID and stuff like that, you know, we are actually working from home. But at the time I would go into the office and, um, you know, when I would come home, I would sit down and it was so quiet. I wasn't used to it being that quiet that I really didn't know what to do with myself. I was like twiddling my thumbs, sitting down, watching TV, 
kind of like undecided about what I wanted to do with myself. I started um, a side hustle business a while back prior to the empty nesting. And um, I couldn't even focus on that. I was just focused on, dang, it is so silent in this house, which I'm not used to. <laughs> I'm used to either the door closing and opening, going to the bathroom, going here, going to the kitchen, going to the cabinets. <laughs> Those kind of things that, you know, people have, you know, when you have multiple people at home, right? And um, so again, for me, it was a little hard. It was It was difficult for me to deal with you know, my kids not being home, me having a separation, um, me dealing with just sitting there doing nothing. And I had to learn how to say, okay, you need to get up. You need to occupy your time. Because when you think about it, when you're raising children, and you are a parent, obviously, you push all your stuff to the side to make sure that your children have what they need, right? And um, I had—I was a busy mom, you know, I obviously I was working. And then um, there were some times in the summertime, I would take my son to football practice early in the morning <laughs> on a Saturday when I really wanted to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take him to so many different areas. Sometimes it was an hour and a half from the house or, you know, 30 minutes and then 45 minutes. And then I would have to sit around and, you know, of course I enjoyed watching my son play football and stuff like that, you know, but again, you know, my daughter going to work and at the time, you know, if she didn't have her car, you know, I was driving her back and forth and things like that. And then, you know, just, I guess everyday schedule, you know, I know that there's moms who have probably more than what I have when it came to scheduling sports. Um, my daughter was not into sports and my son was. And, um, you know, just getting comfortable, you know, doing everything for them, making sure the food was on the table, making sure I cooked dinner. I was, I'm not a morning person. So breakfast was on them. And lunch was on them. Now, I, I wouldn't get up at 12 o'clock in the afternoon or anything like that. But, you know, that was all on them when they were, obviously, they're teenagers. So, at the time, they were teenagers. So, they were older and they would be able to cook for themselves. But I always had dinner, you know, ready for them to come and eat and stuff like that. And then, you know, as they got older, you know, over the age of 18, they did their own little thing here and there if they didn't want to you know, eat dinner or whatever. But again, going back to the topic of, you know, being a single parent, doing things for your kids and putting your needs to the side and putting your your stuff to the side and just, you know, occupying your time with making sure that they were okay. And after a while, you know, you kind of feel like you're unneeded. But then I had to change my mindset because reality is, is that, you know what, you raise your kids so that they can go out into the world, right? You don't raise your kids so that they can stay home forever. <laughs> and so 
I kind of had to learn how to deal with that situation and my emotions and kind of put myself into check, you know, and say, you know what, it's time for you to let go. It's time for you to let them spread their wings, let them do what they need to do and, you know, live their life. You know, I am very grateful that I, as a parent, made sure that they were good, but I also wanted them to be able to experience things in life, right? I didn't want them to go out into this world and be naive to certain things. So, you know, I was constantly talking to them about different things and, um, you know, helping them through finances and things like that because me as a single parent, I've gotten in and out of debt three times and that's going to be another subject. I'm not even going to go there because um, <laughs> that's more like a shopping addiction that I've had and I am working to curb that. So I'll go through steps in a different episode about um you know, shopping and getting in and out of debt and not learning, not knowing how to deal with finances, budgeting and things like that. So that'll be another episode. But anyway, um, you know, those are things that, you know, I've, I've done to help them. So when they go out in, in the world that they are not naive to any of those things. Right. And so, you know, again, it was, it was a little hard on me. It was, I felt like, what do I do with myself? How do I go about doing all these, you know, doing things for myself? And what do I need to do for myself? Right? Because you've held it off for so long. You've put it out of the way for so long. You're like, okay, well, what do I do? So instead of me, you know, sitting down and getting depressed. And like I said, I, I did feel like, oh man, I felt, I guess I felt a little sad. Like, oh, I'm here by myself. Nobody's around, but my dog who just lays around and does nothing. <laughs> but, you know, I said, okay, what are you going to do with yourself? What are you going to do to occupy your time? What are you going to do for you? Right? And so what I started to do was I started to focus a little bit more on my side hustle um, besides my job, right? And then I started going out. But then I started going out. I started hanging out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> and if you've been there, let me know. <laughs> anyway, um, I was taking it to the next level like a crazy person. Just like, okay, I'm partying all the way to 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning on Friday. Then going out on Saturday again to 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And then Sunday going out and obviously getting home early because I had to work on Monday, right? And then I said, wait a minute. Wait one minute. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you wasting money on? On You know, okay, that's fine. Once in a while you go and you go for a happy hour with some girlfriends and you hang out and you chill. That's all fine and good. But um, four weekends in a row partying all the time. I was like, yeah, 
I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not going to do this. So again, I started working on my side hustle. I started working on figuring out who I was, figuring out who I was without the kids, right? Because obviously they're grown, they're out the house. And I started to come to a realization that, you know what? I needed to sit back, think about what I wanted to do in the future now that I don't have little ones that are dependent on me, right? Because, you know, obviously until they're 18 years old, basically they're, or even 21, because some go to college and, you know, they, they are a little codependent on you. Not as much as when they're little, under the age of, you know, 12, you know, and stuff like that. And even the teenage years, the teenage years, we always have to, you know, talk to them and stuff like that. Because, you know, even though they want to know it all, we know for a fact that they don't. And, you know, we still have to be on top of them to give them the love. They're trying to figure themselves out and what they want to do with their lives and stuff like that. So, you know, that's kind of where I was. (laughs) like if I was a teenager trying to figure out what I want to do with life. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to figure out what I wanted to do with myself, what I wanted to do with the future, you know, and I'm grateful that, you know, I am still working one of my side hustles. I've actually started another side hustle and I am doing this podcast. So, you know, it was, it was something that I felt like I needed to do something that I needed to discover myself by myself, right? Because with my relationship, it was very hard. It was a a very difficult breakup because it was something that happened. Yes, it was, you know, there were little red flags here and there, but then there was also, um, me kind of losing myself a little bit. And I guess God was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take everything away from you so that you can rediscover yourself. You can rediscover who you are, what you are and what you were here, what you are here for. Right. Because God, only God knows what our purpose is here on life in life. And, um, you know, if we keep focus we'll eventually figure out the things that we're here for, right? Um, so I sat down with myself. I started talking to myself. Yes, talking to myself. What do you want out of life? What do you want to do? How do you want to resolve this situation? You know, wh- what other things are you focused on? You know, and so little by little over the time, I got accustomed to coming home and being by myself and being okay with that and being okay with just sitting down for an hour and just saying, okay, I just need some me time to sit down here and just relax. You know, sometimes we work all day and we're in that hurry, hurry, hurry in that rat race that we forget to sit down and just say, you know what? I just need to sit here and relax. And I am, I still, still have a habit of sitting down on the sofa 
and still doing things, you know, working on my social media, um, content, working on, you know, doing this, doing that whole bunch of list of things. And, um, I have to check myself sometimes, you know, because it's not, it's not an easy task, but Anyway, for those of you who are empty nesters and who are single at home and don't know what to do with yourself, take some time and write down things that you want to accomplish in life, right? Take some time to think about what makes you happy. Take some time to think about what would What would it be like if you had, let's say, you you were preparing for your dream vacation? What would happen if you took the time to say, um, you know what, I'm just going to pick up today and I'm going to go to the beach and hang out there. Or, you know, an unexpected, unplanned vacation. Just say, you know what, today... It's Friday. I'm going to go to whatever, drive an hour away from where you live at now and um, and just stay the weekend there. Go and look at the view. Go and check out new places in your state, out of your state. Whatever it is that you need to do, go and do it. Don't waste time worrying about you being home alone. Because you have to love yourself enough to be in your own space. I'm going to say that again. You have to love yourself enough to be in your own space, by yourself, with yourself. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And if you feel like you have an issue with dealing with being by yourself, or being with yourself, then maybe go for therapy. A lot of people have an issue with therapy, and I think that um, therapy is a good thing. You get to talk about your feelings. You get to analyze what is going on, and you get to decide what you're going to do about it, right? And so, you know... Take some time. Take some time to analyze what you want to do with yourself and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Right now, my spouse and I got back together. We've been together, I think, three and a half years after the breakup. And um, sometimes we just pick up and say, okay, we're going to go away for the weekend. Um, You know, and obviously with COVID, we're not traveling very far right? But, you know, there's places that we can drive to, drive to (laughs) within five hour drive or, you know, three hour drive, two hour drive, and we'll go and we'll do that. You know, there's times that we'll just pick up and say, ah, you know what? No cooking tonight. Let's go out to dinner, you know? And not that we didn't do that with the kids because we did that as well. However, um, you know, just me and him time talking and cracking up and talking about our day and stupid things that happen and funny things that happen. And so, you know, it's, it's fun. And then, then I also have a grandson and I enjoy him too. 
and I get to send him back home. <laughs> I get to see him. I get to play with him. And then I get to send him back to his mama. <laughs> but seriously, seriously though, um, you know, don't overthink things. Just analyze where you want to be and know that there is a purpose for you. And you are still here because God still needs you here. So, again, just focus on what's important. Focus on things that you want to do. Make a bucket list, right? Why not? Just make a bucket list and decide what you want to do first on that bucket list. Make sure that you take some time to enjoy every moment. Take some time to appreciate the things that you currently have. Because right now with this pandemic, that alone has taught us that tomorrow is not promised. We never know what's going to happen. And every morning, just be grateful. Be grateful that you're able to open up your eyes. Be grateful that you're able to live another day. Because again, tomorrow is not promised. So take some time to enjoy yourself. Take some time to recreate yourself. Take some time to just be yourself. And take the time to enjoy yourself by yourself. (laughs) Anyway, guys, again, thank you for joining me today on this podcast. I am so happy that you are here and listening. I hope that you have a wonderful week and that you are blessed beyond measures. Bye.